So today I'm doing something a little bit different. I've decided to do another solo episode to talk a little bit about the process so far of making this very podcast. And I just wanted to touch a little bit on doubt as a part of the creative process and talk about how I have personally dealt with that and share some thoughts on it um, that might help you as well if you also experience doubt in your own creative process. So here we go. conversations with artists about the work behind their work. My name is Ruby Josephine Smith, and I am a choreographer, contemporary dancer, blog writer, and host of this very podcast. My goal is to bring you an in-depth look at the creative process from the perspective of different kinds of artists from all over the globe, learning more about what it is that drives a person to create. So this week is the first week of Ramadan, which means things are a little bit crazy around Tangier. Everything's just shifting, schedules and rhythms are changing, which has definitely thrown me off a little bit. I I do fast as well, so it's also just a personal adjustment of, you know, your body getting used to a new rhythm of eating and working and everything and figuring out how I can continue to create um, creative work and continue to do my classes and save my energy um, while you're not eating and drinking throughout the day. It's it's always an interesting it's an interesting process within itself, actually. Um, so I'm just that's what I'm personally going through this week, um, which is why I've decided to do a solo episode instead of an interview, just to check in and you know, maybe get to know me a little bit more um, and just talk a little bit more directly about one aspect of the creative process that I wanted to touch on. Um, so my my brother was here visiting for a couple weeks, which was lovely. Um, and we tend to always have very, really interesting conversations about creativity and art and just life in general. He's a, a very... Um, deep kind of somber not somber but a deep thinker um he's he's a circus artist actually but he also makes music as as you know since he made the music for this podcast um so we always have interesting conversations about our own creative processes and something we talked about during this past visit was doubt and how doubt is an essential part of the creative process for both of us it can seem a little bit counterintuitive because to doubt yourself, it's it can be quite uncomfortable to feel, and in the moment, it often feels like it, it feels like you're stuck. You know, it feels like a kind of roadblock. But in my personal opinion, I think it's an, a necessary roadblock because I think that when you're able to work through the doubt, it pushes your work even deeper into that realm of questioning, and it usually produces deeper and more fascinating answers to those questions, and even more questions in turn. It's kind of a way of getting lost in the weeds, and then you need to get even more creative, and you need to get even stronger, and 
hack your way out of those weeds and make your own new unforaged path. And I think that is such a necessary skill to have as an artist is to know know how to get out of those stuck, tight situations. And that's where the real creativity and the real originality often comes from is working through those tough problems. Um, so it was very it was very timely that we had this conversation because I've I was actually feeling a little bit like that with this very podcast. Um, after four episodes, I'm already feeling just a little a little lost in the weeds personally. I mean, I, I've interviewed some amazing people and I'm beyond grateful for what they have opened up and shared so far. Um, but there's still this little voice in my own head doubting my own abilities to really pull this off, I guess, um, if I can really be a, a podcast host. And it's funny because with the work itself, the, the interviews, I can be more objectively more objectively critical, um, but it's the external stuff that's, that gets to me and I'm, I'm less objective about. Um, it's just so, it's way too easy to get lost in the world of social media and followers and numbers and analytics and it all just gets in your head and drives you crazy. But the thing is, it, it really doesn't matter. It's all external projections that don't mean much when it comes to the core of what the work actually is. Um, what you have to do is you have to keep going back to the source. Well, I have to keep going back to my source. You know, that source of inspiration, that well of ideas and the big why of why you're doing that project in the first place. I think that this is true for any creative process. Um, I just happen to be going through it with my podcast right now, but I've definitely felt it in choreography projects, in creating movement for dances, for that's what choreography is, um, in writing and everything. Um, and I'm, I'm going to make kind of a bold statement and say that this ability to overcome doubt and work through it is one of the things that can often separate artists from non-artists. I know that's a little bit of a strong thing to say, that some people can be non-artists, but I do think that maybe even if people have a certain element of creativity, I mean, I think everyone has a certain element of creativity, not everyone always has the ability to harness that into really being an artist. Um, so abs- you know, absolutely everyone can get caught up in external influences and those statistics and numbers and everything that doesn't matter in the long run. But I think a, a real artist knows how to pull themselves out and get back to their why. They have more of an ability to detach and go back inside of themselves for more clarity or at least more of their own personal voice. So that whenever you feel that hectic overwhelm of getting too caught up in other people's opinions, you know, the tendency can be to want to shout louder into the masses saying, you know, I'm here, please, please like me and please like what I'm doing. But the more mindful thing to do is usually to get quieter with your own self and just be able then to come back into the more social public eye and say firmly with confidence and steadiness, I'm here, and that's enough, and you can take it or leave it. I think that's that's what a real artist is able to do in order to overcome doubt. It's not it's not about ignoring it 
all the time. It's often about acknowledging it and working with it in yourself in more of a quiet, internalized way before you externalize anything again. And I think that's a really valuable part of anyone's creative process. It also, it reminds me of um, a book that I really enjoyed called Playing Big by Tara Moore. Um, It's speaking specifically to women um, in whatever whatever industry they are in, um, just to encourage them to play bigger, um, you know, really trust their own ideas, voice them with confidence and all that, all that great stuff. Um, but w- the very first thing that she writes about is something that can apply to everyone of all genders is talking about the inner critic. And what I really, you know, there's a lot of writing about inner critics and the voices we tell our, the the stories we tell ourselves and the critiques we give ourselves. And I've, I've heard it discussed in a lot of different ways. Um, but she writes about it in this very unique way of actually personifying your critic, giving it a face and a name and characteristics so that it actually becomes almost ridiculous to yourself. Um, and I found this exercise so helpful in overcoming the doubt of the artistic process because I think a lot of our doubts are really deep-seated insecurities that keep coming out maybe in different in different ways depending on the project and in different um, voices or saying different things to us but it always it often comes from the same insecurity of I don't you know the insecurity is different for each person but of not being enough or of not trusting yourself you know it could even go back to this imposter syndrome that we also all love to talk about um, but just being able to recognize that that is not you and that is also not even other people because I think I have a tendency to worry too much about the opinions of other people or assume what they're thinking and that's that's not perhaps it's not even what they're thinking and that's also not a part of me that's that's really the inner critic manifesting itself into these voices and into these assumptions and so being able to name that is is really valuable um so definitely check out her book playing big and you know do that exercise if you can if you're an artist i think it's a really really interesting way of just exploring the 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 fake (laughs) the fake news we tell ourselves (laughs) because we, we all have that and and the more tools we have to be able to overcome this creative self doubt the better because it's inevitable it is it is truly inevitable that if you're in any kind of creative process, I believe you're going to have some moment of doubt in some form or another, and you need to be able to work through that and figure out how that's going to create a new path and redirect or just continue in the right direction for yourself on your creative path. God, I keep wanting to say creative journey and I just feel like journey is such an overused word, so I'm really trying not to say creative journey and sound really hokey. Um, Creative path, we'll go with that. So to kind of sum all of this rambling up, I wanted to share some more tangible ways 
that you can deal with doubt in your own creative process. Um, So the first thing I think is to recognize what the external trigger is that's making you experience this doubt. So in my case with the podcast, it was most definitely um, the numbers and the followers and the analytics and getting too caught up about all of that, which is really not what making this podcast is about at all for me, but it's something that is just easy to get stuck inside of your head and obsess over too much. So recognizing that trigger is really the first step. Um, Another thing is to then recognize the story that you're telling yourself internally and how it exaggerates that trigger into a full-on block. So what is it that you're telling yourself, that fake news we could say, that's making you doubt yourself and who is that voice is it because it's most often not ourselves is it is it someone you've encountered in your life is it just this kind of intangible critic voice i think just labeling that and recognizing that is is really important um another thing number three we can say is to take some time for yourself and just disconnect take a break from sharing anything on social media or wherever you share things just for a couple of days and really go inside of yourself in order to remember that that why so whatever project you're doing whatever thing you're working on what is the original impulse and the original reason you started this project to begin with um Return to that, write it out, talk it out with friends, family, whoever is around you that you trust. Um, I think that's just so valuable to go back to the source of it all. Um, Number four would be another way of letting it out, which is to write and journal and just get everything out of your head and onto paper. I swear by this. I just think writing is such a valuable tool for us to use for ourselves and it's not something that anyone ever has to read it doesn't have to sound good it can just be nonsense but just to get those words out of your head and see them in front of you I think that it just clarifies things in a new way and can maybe help you weave together what's happening inside of your brain and then see how you can use that to overcome this block Um, And the fifth thing is really just after you've worked through all of that, after you've written and talked it out and blah, 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 just make yourself get back to work. That's the hardest thing, but you you just have to do it sometimes. Sometimes you don't want to. Sometimes you'll still be doubting yourself, but you just, you have to because that's your work. And if you're an artist, that's probably also a huge part of your life. Um... So don't let the doubt crush you. Don't let it stop you. Let it, uh, you know, allow for it to let you take a pause, but not a full-on stop. And just know that eventually you have to get back to doing the actual work that you're doing, which is why I am recording this very episode right now, because I am continuing with this podcast. I'm not going to let it drop. Um, I'm, you know, working through this process however I can, however messy and tangled it gets inside of my brain. I know I just need to keep keep creating and keep working through it. So thank you for being along for the ride so far. Um, I hope you're enjoying it. Of course, um, feedback, questions, comments, anything are truly welcome. So thank you so much for listening. I appreciate you listening to me rambling on today. 
Um, and I'll have another interview for you very soon. So thanks for listening to Process Peace. If you want to talk about any of these things with me, doubt, creativity, all of that, um, just anything in general, um, you can always contact me through my website, which is rubyjosephine.com. I have a, my emails on there as well. Um, you can also follow me on Instagram, which is at rubyjosephinesmith, or you can follow the podcast, which is at processpeace. That's where we'll be talking more about the, the guests and the, the topics that we really cover here. My, my other accounts are more for my dance stuff. Um, but everything, life in general. I also have a very fun newsletter called The Sunday Pancake, and you can subscribe to my mailing list through my website as well. Um, that newsletter is just packed with uh, inspiring links, cool things I have read and watched around the internet or in real life, um, and just sharing a little bit of that with you every week. So check it out. Um, also, if you haven't already, please do subscribe and leave a review for this podcast on iTunes. It just helps other people to be able to find this content. And going back to um, my brother, who I mentioned in the beginning of this episode, as always, I just want to thank him for creating the amazing music for this podcast. Um, I'm still loving it. Every time I hear it, it makes me super happy. I hope you guys love it too. So thank you so much. Have a lovely day, everyone. And of course, Ramadan Karim to everyone who is practicing this month. Bye-bye.